In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, one God, Amen. Today is the third Sunday of the blessed month, Abib. And this Sunday, actually, the Church speaks about ministry. Usually we celebrate on the fifth day of Abib, the Feast of the Apostles. That's why all the reading of this month about ministry. First Sunday, about the commission of the 70, when the Lord sent the 70, and he gave them certain instruction about the ministry. Second Sunday, the last Sunday, was about offenses in ministry, in particular, the offense of teaching, false teaching, or wrong doctrine. Today, the third Sunday is about administration uh, in ministry and the economy of management and administration in ministry. And the best, actually, uh, story to teach us about administration and management is the story of feeding the multitude uh, from five loaves and two fish. And we notice in this story, number one, what we call it the holistic approach. Holistic approach. Ministry is mainly about the spirit, but we cannot separate our spirit from our body and our soul. And the three interact with each other and influence each other. For example, when our body is weak, we cannot actually pray, and this can may affect our souls as well. In the same uh, way, when the soul is heavy under stress or under grief, this may affect the body and the spirit. And when the spirit is uh, sinful, this also will affect the body and the soul. That's why although the Lord Jesus Christ, his ministry mainly were, was targeted toward the spirit, but we cannot ignore the needs of the body and the needs of the soul. That's why we, re- we heard in the Gospel of today that he taught them about the kingdom of God. Now he addressed the needs of the spirit. Then those who unhealed those who had need of healing, uh, this actually, in order to attend to the needs of the body and soul, Usually anybody who is sick, his body is is ill, as well as also the soul is not actually in the best condition because of the illness of the body. So here we can see how the Lord uh, used the holistic approach to heal with the human being as a whole, not only as a spirit, but as body, soul, and spirit. Even when we saw the multitude 
spent three days with our Lord Jesus Christ. And after three days, they were weak because they did not eat anything for three days. So the disciples said to the Lord, send the multitude into the surrounding town that they may eat something. But the Lord told them, give them something to eat. And here actually, uh, we saw how the Lord also uh, satisfied the needs of their body. So the Lord here taught us first lesson in the economy of ministry. We need to attend to the needs of the people, spirit, soul, and body. That what we call the holistic approach. Also in this miracle, we can see the difference between leadership and management. The Lord as a leader and the apostles as managers. The leader is the one who sets the vision, but the manager are those who execute the vision. So the Lord said the vision, we need to feed them spiritually, physically, and psychologically. That is the vision of the ministry. Then he asked the disciples to go and find a solution. And when actually they told him, we don't have anything, we need just to go and buy them something to eat. He told them, just give me what you have. Give me the resources that you have and we will manage these resources. And he gave the, the, the multitude, he gave the disciples and the disciples distributed the multitude. So they executed the vision of our Lord Jesus Christ. So here actually we learn the difference between leadership and management. Also, in leadership, they say the best style of leadership is the servant leader. Uh, and the Lord said to us that the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve. So he is, as a leader, taught us about this style of leadership. A true leader actually used his place and his capacity to serve the other. And the vision that he set aimed mainly to the service of the other and the best interest of the others. Also, the Lord used another example of leadership, what we call we leadership, not I leadership. He actually asked the disciples, he discussed with them the problem and asked them about solution. He told them, <coughs> they, they said to him, send the multitude away that they may go into the surrounding town and country and lodge and get provisions for who are in deserted place. But he said to them, you give them something to eat. And they said, we have no more than five loaves and two fish unless we go and buy food for all these people. You can see here discussion. They saw what are the resources they have and how many people they want to serve. And they actually, together, they were able 
to do some problem-solving techniques in order to solve these problems. So here the Lord demonstrated that we leadership is the best style of leadership. He was not a dictator. He was not an I leader. I, I made the decisions. No, he discussed with the disciples. Also, <clears throat> as a leader, he taught us a lesson in trusting God and have confidence with God. We will offer what we have. What we have is five loaves and two fish. So we will offer all what we have. We'll do our best. But at the end, our best usually is not enough to serve the people. But here comes actually the divine grace that support our weakness and work with our weakness. So as a leader, we should not be fearful or scared if we don't have enough resources. But let us work with what we have wisely and faithfully, and we have confidence in God that God actually will complete our deficiency and will provide for what we are lacking. But we need to offer him what we have, and then he will complete our deficiency. Another thing, actually, he taught them as a leader the importance of teamwork. Many times uh, we want to serve by ourselves, alone, not as a part of a team. Although the Bible says two are better than one. But here you can see how the Lord with the 12 apostles were able actually to distribute food for 5,000 families. When we are speaking about 5,000 men, means 5,000 families other than the women and children. So with simple calculation, at least the number of the people were 20,000. But how only 12 disciples were able to serve 20,000 person. How many hours they took to distribute this food for them? I'm sure they made them sit down in groups of 50, and for each group, they appointed like a, a coordinator, and they give the food to the coordinator, and the coordinator gave to uh, the people. So this idea of teamwork, we work together, not one man show. And as a leader, he taught the disciples, we need to work together. Also, the order and organization. He made them sit down in group of 50. And then he distributed groups of 50. Yeah, 50. So uh, with every 50 person, as I said, they appointed like a coordinator. And this coordinator was able to distribute to the 50. So the work was done quickly, and everybody was able to take his uh, uh, portion of food, and they ate, and they were filled. God is God of order. God's not God of chaos or God of confusion. Another thing, actually, as a leader, he was an example. He prayed before distributing the food. 
So, leaders should be an example. St. Paul said to Timothy, you should be an example to the believers. You heard it today in the Catholic letter from the letter of James, how we should be an example in work and we should not stumble in words. Uh, as a leader, uh, the person should actually lead by example, especially in work. Many parents, they, they don't use uh, proper words in dealing with their children. And actually they lose being an example to their children. But we as parents or leaders, we should set an example in prayer, in conduct, in, in speech, in uh, handling uh, conflict. So we need to be example. Then another beautiful point, as a leader, he worked with the resources. And we can speak about three types of resources. Human resources, uh, money resources, and time. Human, money, and time. Any leader has time, has people working with him, and has some financial resources. And we can see also in this miracle how the Lord worked with these resources. Let's speak first about money management. He told them, give me what you have, the five loaves and two fish. And he prayed and blessed them. Then he distributed equally. There was no favoritism or, favoritism or partiality. And part of money management, he told them, collect the leftover. And they were able to collect uh, 12 baskets, which means every apostle, every disciple of the 12 carried a basket with him. That's why in the Pauline letter today, uh, of, uh, from the letter of St. Paul to Timothy, he spoke about money and the love of money. Those who desire to be rich fall into temptation and a snare and to any many foolish and harmful uh, uh, lusts for the love of money is a root of all kinds of evil. Big difference between using the money and managing the money and managing the finances God's way and between trusting the money and loving the money. So we can see here the Lord as a leader he used the resources that he had, financial resources that he has, and he used them effectively. Even the leftover, he collected them. But his trust was in the Father. He put his trust in the Father. And there was no love of money here. Uh, we didn't see that the disciples fought together or the people fought together who will get the bigger portion or who will get before others. As I said, everything was distributed equally. Another resource is the human resources. The Lord worked with 12, but also, as I said, by making the people sit down in groups of 50, the, he organized the resources that has the human resources. So a leader, actually, he will see 
what are the human resources that he have and distribute the service equally among them. Also based on their talent, based on their gifts. So each one according to his gift, serve one another. And a leader discover the gifts and distribute the works and different type of ministry based on the talents and the gifts. Uh, and the third point is the, the time management. I spoke about money management, human resources management, and the time management. The time management is a very important in any ministry because if you leave yourself to just the demands of the ministry, you can waste a lot of time and your productivity will be very, very low. But a leader should be in control of his time. He will not let the circumstances manage his time, but rather he manage his time and do uh, the, the, the priorities in, in the best time that he have and the least priorities in the down time. In the praxis of today, we heard about St. Paul and how the people, when they asked him to stay a longer time with them, he did not consent. So he was able to say, no, has a plan how to use his time. And he told them, he took leave of them saying, I must by all means keep this coming feast in Jerusalem, but I will return again to you, God willing. So here we can see how St. Paul, he managed his time. He knows where he's going to spend the feast, how long or how many days he will spend with these people. He will return again in, in, um, in, according to the God's will and according to his schedule. It's very important to also uh, manage your time well. And here, when the sun was going down, uh, and they asked the Lord, now the sun is setting. So again, how they were able to distribute this food to this huge number of people before sunset, especially there was no electricity there, and they were in a deserted place. So how uh, they were able to give everybody their portion of food so everybody can be dismissed before night, this actually shows us effectiveness in time management. Another thing actually in the economy of the ministry is the reporting. Reporting. We heard, and the apostles, when they had returned, told him all that they had done. So this was kind of a report. They gave him a report about what they did. And a leader actually should get a report from the people serving with him. And the purpose of the report is the improvement. So when he discussed the report with them, and if there are area of strengths, how can we capitalize on this area of strengths? If there are area of weakness, how can we work and improve the areas of weakness? Also the reporting, there is correction and accountability. One time the disciples, when they returned the, the 70, when they returned, they told him, even the demons uh, were subject to us. And they were happy because 
just say in the name of Jesus Christ, they can cast out demons. But the Lord told them, don't rejoice over this. So he corrected them. Don't rejoice by miracles and casting out demons. This is not the joy of the servant. But the joy of the servant, that your name is written in the book of life. So we can see here the benefit of the report. If they did not give him the report, they maybe they were happy with the miracles and actually they can pass down this joy from generation to generation. But when they reported to the Lord Jesus Christ and he corrected them, now we know that as servants, we should not rejoice over miracles or uh, supernatural uh, things, but the joy of a real servant that his name is written in the book of life. So as I said in the beginning, uh, if anyone wants to teach a course in leadership and administration, he will not find best part in the scripture than this miracle, the miracle of feeding the multitude from five loaves and two fish. That's why we call this gospel the gospel of blessing. Because when there is good leadership, good management, good administration, everything will be blessed. Because God is not God of confusion or God of chaos. God is God of order. There is blessing differently when we do it right. There is blessing when we do the administration and the leader, the leading and the execution. We do it right. Definitely God will bless us. So we thank God actually that he taught us how we should manage and how we should lead and how we should administer the church of God uh, that he purchased by his own blood. Glory be to God forever and ever. Amen.